Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. <laughs> I am your co-host, Jessica DeLau, with me, as always, from the safety of her own dwelling unit, is my co-host, Alicia Tobin. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm good. You just like morphed into a puppet for a second. Well, I took myself out of my box and I shoved my own hand up my ass. Anyways, <laughs> it's so good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. You went into felt world for a second. Oh, uh, man. I love it in there. It's great. So mm -hmm. soft. So no condoms. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. What were you thinking about? Just <laughs> like not felted puppets, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I mean, like, did, I don't know how, where puppets come from. You can't get from. pregnant as a puppet. That's true, I guess. I mean, there's all, anyway, um, <laughs> what a great intro. I'm mm. very excited for our guest today. She's a very talented musician coming to us all the way from her own domicile in Toronto, three hours ahead. It's Dorothea Pass. Hey. hey. What's up? Hey. <laughs> That's how people in Toronto speak. It's true. Big yeah. city. Hey. Uh, the big I've smoke. Been, uh, as you can tell, I'm, I started watching The Sopranos. Oh. And it's, it's gotten First deep time? into my, yeah. Oh. Now I just want to say, oh, <laughs> naturally it comes to me. It's so good. Have you been wanting... Like Italian dishes, like lasagna and like ZD and like all those things. Have you found yourself? Oddly, no. I don't know. It doesn't. It hasn't crossed over for me into that realm. But okay. I did make today because I'm trying to not go out for food as much. So I I made myself today food that I think is basically for babies but i Ooh. made it for myself which was like when you take a pita and cut it in half and then make a pizza on it oh, <laughs> so nice. i was really like oh this is really for like a three-year-old but it was italian yeah yeah <laughs> classic just like, just like carmela uh used to used make. to make yeah um as soon as you said it was like baby food, I was like, okay, like it was a pouch of pureed yams. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. And then I immediately thought that it's going to be something I eat all the time and never thought of as baby food. Well, like I, yeah, I made a smoothie today and that's essentially baby food. Mm -hmm. And it's like the only way I can trick myself into having vegetables. Mm -hmm. It's a great way of getting them. Would you agree that what I made was, would you agree that it was baby food? Yeah, like, like toddler it, yeah, for sure. It is. I don't know why. Like it's like, it's fine. It's not like... It's kind of just like a pizza, but it, and it tasted really good. Yeah. And I like yeah, made I the sauce, you know, oh, I nice. made the sauce from oh, scratch. Nice. Not really, but from the tube of tomato paste. <laughs> That's from scratch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I added things to it. Yeah. And You're I so put creative. basil on top. Thank you. <laughs> and it was really good, but I was like, I don't know why this just, I think it's the pita component. It just yeah. can't help but feel like it's for children. Yeah. It's comforting. It, it also mm -hmm. like it's it's like kind of snack it's like a snack yeah it's not it's really like, like it's like here's after snack. school yeah, yeah. but yeah. then i just fell asleep afterwards Aww. so i guess it was kind of like it's snack and nap being a baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean that's what we're all striving for is mm -hmm. like to get back to some level of comfort <laughs> uh less stress i mean not every child obviously has a stress-free uh <laughs> environment but Generally now, pandemic, global warming, you know, mm -hmm. taxes, 
everything. Mm, the children have to pay taxes. Yeah. Earlier. No, I was thinking like what we have, the stress <laughs> oh. levels as adults. But yeah, I'm sure that's next. What will they think of? Baby taxes. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I think they should. They should. I mean, like, think of how many diapers. There should Mm. be like a diaper tax. So babies learn faster. (laughs) So true. This is how I'm going to get canceled. (laughs) I'm really surprised by how dark that went. Is uh, I think that babies are lazy because (laughs) they don't just use the toilet like all of the rest of us. Uh, No. Uh, babies are doing great and they mm-hmm. never asked to be born. So, so true. <laughs> they really didn't. That really is true. Yeah. I was the first baby, uh, uh, famously to actually ask to be born. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do it? Uh, written letter, carrier pigeon. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations. Freaked my mom out. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. What did the letter say? Uh, dearest Lorna, my mother's name is Lorna. Mm-hmm. Um, I RSVP'd. Yes, I will be <laughs> taking up residence in your body. Uh, TTYL. She did. My mother. Okay. This is not what our podcast is about, but, but my mother did actually go see like a psychic, like some sort of clairvoyant reader uh, for, I think she went for like years before I was born and they would discuss what her child would be like. So presumably me and like she would describe this future baby to my mother and my mom had a diary that she would write down afterwards. So I've read that. And, uh, is it accurate? I mean, no, (laughs) I, I do, I do exist. So that's accurate. Mm -hmm. And I think like the, you know, coloring of my hair and eyes was accurate, but I think you can pretty much glean that from like knowing that what the adult looks like. Uh, but I was supposed to be a, a brain surgeon. So mm, there's still time. Podcasts are brain surgeon. I mean, what a like, grift. What yeah. a fucking grift. It made her happy. So, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have, I just, yeah, I have employed the services of a psychic before. Yeah. Mm. Have yeah. you? Me. Dorothy, I have you? No, no. But no. I was talking to some friends about it recently that I should. I would like to, tr- I would like to try. Like, I feel, I don't know. I feel like I would be a good client. Like, I don't think I would take it too much to heart in a way that could be dangerous, frightening, or, yeah. dangerous, but <laughs> I would like to just get the outside, ex- the outside perspective on my life. Yeah. Even if they're just, even if it's like not legit and they're just like picking up clues based yes. on like your outfit and like your keys and yeah. your bag. Like, like, what do you think is going on here? I just want yeah, someone read else to me. Know. What do you think is happening here? Cause I have not really yeah. had an idea. Yeah. Even with all this time to be introspective, I'm still like, I don't know. <laughs> no plans. It's impossible to know. Yeah. I was thinking recently, sorry to digress no, once no, more, please. but that I think just in your defense of your profession, I think being a surgeon is, I've been, I was also talking about this with some friends recently, and I don't mean to be rude, but being a surgeon is just such a strange desire. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to be so, you have to be a true freak, I think. And it's a very mm. specific personality type, too. Very specific. I so don't. I don't know. It's like considered this amazing job. But in reality, it's like you have to be a freak. <laughs> you have to be like truly. It's kind of scary, disgusting, crazy job. 
Yeah, I had surgery, like minor surgery last year. I got my tonsils out and I, you know, from watching ER and various different shows, like you have this idea of like, oh, all surgeons are very sort of like cold and clinical and like don't have a sense of humor. But mine was lovely. And she like gave me her cell phone number to text me or to like for me to text her. And, you know, we would just chat. And I was like, I'm not even thinking about the fact that you're taking a part of my body. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's okay. I love surgeons. Maybe, I mean, maybe that was, you know, 20 years ago when it was all like a certain type of like Mm -hmm. men. And now it's like, hey, all types of freaks can be surgeons. Alicia's leaving. She's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All you need to be is interested in cutting open, looking inside bodies and being, and having a steady hand. It's like, I mean... It's kind of like a puzzle. So I like it in that way because I'm a fan mm. of puzzles. But, yeah. But a living puzzle. Plus, you're, you're wearing gloves, which helps. Yeah, so it's, so it's not... It's way it's too much clean. responsibility for me, that's for sure. But it's yeah. true. It's like a, there is a specific type, apparently, that can and does become a surgeon and mm-hmm. really difficult to deal with, I think, mm-hmm. sometimes. But they Very do their intense. jobs well, we hope. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, no complaints. Tonsils have not regrown, so I... <laughs> She nailed it. I guess that's one of the easier ones for sure. But yeah, I think in general, doctors are getting uh, better at understanding that like you can't just be an asshole <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, do your thing and then be like, peace. Agreed. <laughs> peace. Uh, yeah, we would have been lucky to get that back in the ER days. Did anyone else watch ER or just me? Yeah, I feel like I've seen like the bulk of that show. Yeah. Yeah. I was really into it. They really love killing off characters. Well, I mean, it goes on for so long. I, former guest Aaron Reed, who is a musician and a comedian, does playlists before his uh, improv group, the Sunday Service Comedy Shows, and he'll every now and then slip in a a strange song. And so he put the theme song to ER in there. And since then, (laughs) like, it was after the show and I was like, is this? And he's like, you know it. And so then I've been looking up like hour long videos on YouTube of like compilations of the theme song to ER. And it's great. There's this one scene where one doctor goes like, yeah. And he like, it's very like triumphant because he like just did something great. And so, well, while I was actually doing a mail out of all the tote bags that people bought, like the podcast tote bags, I had that on in the background. Every time he was doing like the, (laughs) the triumphant fist pump, I was like, would make sure I would watch it. And then Jay got out of the shower and he saw it and he was starting to get into it. He's never even watched the show. Anyway, for it was an hour long, hour long compilation. It was, I had a lot of tote bags to mail out and <laughs> it's a the very, same song. Wow. It's a very That's... triumphant and it does like mm-hmm. change subtly over the years. Mm. It was like a, how oh, I all see. of them, it wasn't just like the same thing. That makes sense. Yes. But I would have listened to that too. Anyway, I'm going to have to listen to it after this because I don't remember what it sounds like. It's got a lot of good sounds in it. It's probably all made by one synthesizer, but it's it's very good. Yeah. Late 90s. Great time for music. Mm. Uh, Speaking of none of the things I just spoke about. (laughs) That's how I'm going to do segues now. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is the podcast where we talk about nightmares, not only retail, but also customer service. Also just any sort of job type stories mm-hmm. i mean you've had lots of jobs me i have yes <laughs> <laughs> so many so many 
so many strange, well, not strange, but, you know, lots of service jobs mm-hmm. bounced around. I worked in a movie theater for like five years. That was oh, wow. one of the most consistent ones. I worked at David's Tea, classically. R.I.P. Wow. <laughs> Is it R.I.P.? Um, I don't know if they've all shut down, but there's only one left in Vancouver. That makes sense. It was a sensation. I was I got in at the ground floor. I was oh. in the first one in Kingston. It was huge. Not in size, just in buzz. <laughs> and then it, I got fired slash let go just because I don't know why. I think I don't have a lot of like vim and vigor. And I feel like if people want that they will be disappointed in me but if they want someone who's taken a calm steady approach they're gonna love me i think at yeah. david's tea they wanted like more like you know you go into david's tea and they're like hey yeah, yeah like they like, freak out when you come in this iced tea <laughs> it's amazing and you're just yeah. like I, okay like it's sort of like the apple store for tea it is they were going for that they were going for lululemon for tea yeah oh god That's why I hated it. I know. It's a bad place. But at the same time, no, it is. But I got some, (laughs) I got half off tea there. So that was, I mean, I went deep into the tea hole that year. I mean, you got to. I'm drinking some tea right now. It's not David's, but. No way. What kind? um, It's some sort of mint. It's supposed to be some sort of um, anti-inflammatory and mint thing. And I'm like, Give it to me, baby. Let's see if this helps. <laughs> Let's get that inflammation down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, David's Tea. We've had other guests on the show who've worked there and they've told us like the secrets of like most of those teas were just like weird, <laughs> weird yeah. ingredients. The markup is insane. They make a lot of money off that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of like just natural flavors and and bark. <laughs> yeah, you could get the same thing from a tree. Yeah, yeah you just and they were so the weirdly flavored. Like it's like Kool Aid, but yeah. tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the coloring. Yeah, I mean, my life hack is you just go to Canadian Tire, get a bulk bag of potpourri, and baby, that's the same thing. <laughs> You'll be it's knocked also the same out thing. within yeah. an hour. If David yeah. didn't get there first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please don't do that. I'm sure that that's going to be like twelve people in intensive care. <laughs> Or drinking that would be such, so much guilt to think yeah that's terrible yeah i don't have that kind of uh <laughs> authority over anyone i hope um so the movie theater was this like a chain or was it independent it was independent oh. it's uh, still around actually still have a friend that works there a lot of friends worked there over the years it was sort of it was amazing i got the job out of doing girls rock camp when i first moved back to toronto and i was jobless i just graduated university didn't know what the hell was going on and my friend dana who was at rock camp she's a drummer she plays in that band the bicycles she's really cool she got me a job at the movie theater where she was a manager it used to be called the bloor cinema now it's called the hot dogs cinema Hot dogs Ooh. festival, you know, yeah. Hot dogs, not hot international dogs. hot dog festival. It's hot, <laughs> hot dogs, hot oh, documentaries. Never mind. I know. Alicia is a big fan of hot dogs. <laughs> I thought you were excited about the documentaries, which I was like, "Damn, cool! That's I mean, a niche." But I mean, they are, are cool like too. international. They're like it's like a legit festival, but the hot dogs would be <laughs> way better. Yeah. Hot yeah, dog I mean, cinema. Yeah. <laughs> when they fail, we'll know why. Yeah. 
It's true. And it's like so easy to change the sign if they want to rebrand ever. It's so sad that we never even had hot dogs at the concession stand. Total missed opportunity. We tried a lot of things, you know, branding wise. I would bring things to the table, try to get the ideas flowing around. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like years ago I recommended to them dank docs. Let's make a dank docs showcase (laughs) about weed. And they didn't listen. However, years later, they did launch such an event. And there was other things like um, hot. Never mind. There's nothing else I can think of. There's there's a lot of play you could playing around. You could do with this. The name of this movie. Hot hot docs. Wet dinks. Yeah. Yeah. They had one. To their credit, they had one festival, one uh, showcase at the festival one year that was like erotic, gay subject matter. And it was Mm. called Hot Dicks, I think. It was either Hot Dicks or Hot Cocks. I can't remember, but probably Dicks. I feel like Hot Cocks sounds really aggressive for a movie theater. I can't remember, but (laughs) I think they did like do that. I think. I could be making it up, but. I believe you. So I was like, okay, damn, that's actually pretty cool, but. It was like a wild place to work for sure. I worked there for so long. I worked there while I was, I went back to school and I was kind of trying to be a musician at the same time. And the job was like my kind of steadfast thing along with all that stuff for many years. I was very ready to leave by the time I left, but it was like very like low paying and kind of stressful just in the way that I guess all these retail jobs are when you're not making enough money and you're you're like you resent your manager and you're like oh i gotta get out of here yeah but it was it had its charms and it sort of taught me that every movie theater every independent movie theater is kind of the same and has like the same few people working at it and i feel camaraderie with everyone that's worked at an independent movie theater now yeah and like the same type of clientele as well like the very specific uh (laughs) yes um, Especially like documentary oh, fans yeah. and like people who are there all the time and so real, such a real clientele about the movies and what do you think about the movies and if you haven't oh, yeah. seen the movies you're like I don't know and they're like well, you Lots work of here chatting like, <laughs> but like it's kind of like every arts organization in Toronto is patronized almost entirely by like older rich white people yeah okay. and they like drive i'm sure it's the same in other cities but they like that's drive. what i was imagining yeah yeah they like drive the financial structure of the organization and that's like the ago i also worked there and hot docs and like any big arts organization they have actually like the same people are the patrons of each institution and donate huge amounts of money to keep Mm -hmm. the institutions running and therefore the programming is like sort of dictated by these people which can be really frustrating (laughs) but I feel like hot dogs is kind of breaking out of it but at the time it was really like the clientele was just such a it's just a very particular group it's very much like yeah like art gallery gift shop jewelry and shawls women yes with like yes. funky statement glasses yes and like they are nice but then they also like don't think you know how to read like if you ever say anything <laughs> that like seems like smart they'll be like oh good for you or like they'll be like oh my god like they're like oh but you don't know what that is like one time i was like they were talking to me about the movie like an art movie or something and they're like but you don't know what that is and i was like well i do but okay 
So it was like very insulting. So rude. Yeah, lots of rudeness. Wow, wow, wow. It's, yeah, there's something about, like, even as a viewer, even if, like, I go to those theaters, the audience, the way they react and the way they, like, titter at, like, certain things. they do. Is different than if you're at, like, a, you know, mainstream movie theater, like a chain or something. And also, I find the snacks that people bring in, like, not that they've purchased from the concessions, but, like, they're, like, you hear some rustling and it's someone like cracking open a Ziploc bag and they've yes. got like carrot sticks. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. And you're like, yes. is that movie theater food? I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't you just go on the whole movie without that? Like the fun thing I about know. going to a movie is having treats. I know. Or like buying from the concession stand, God forbid, they'll like come to the concession stand and be like, oh, $5? Oh my God. God, it's like you're rich. But they're driving like a, such a nice yeah. car. Yeah, also, they're packing their homemade. But rich people are cheap. It's like something we all have experienced. That's how they stay rich. It's it's true. one of the one of the things. Yeah. Oh man, I miss concession. I've only been to see it. one movie, and the lineup for concession was really really long because after like checking everyone's vaccine passports, mm-hmm. and I was so tense. And mm-hmm. I had also just had a giant meal and ice cream that wouldn't have stopped mm-hmm. me normally, but the lineup did stop me. I really wanted popcorn, but oh, I just wasn't even sure that it. I was gonna eat, like keep my mask off, or mm-hmm. yeah. So it all worked out, but I had popcorn envy. Mm. I've been going hog at the concession stand, and I've been nice. going hog at the movies. I've been really going. I missed the movies a lot when Same. it was locked down, and I've been. Really just going wild. I also bought a loyalty card at the other small cinema by me, The Review. Nice. And I felt just like, I was like, I told the woman at the concession stand, I said, I'm shaken to my core by your <laughs> prices. They're so good. I was shaken. I was, I feel this camaraderie with all concession stands. And you know Plus. that annoying thing that I have to hold myself back from doing when you go to somewhere and you want to be like, I used to work here. Or like, oh, I used to be a a concession stand worker, but like nobody cares. And the person that's working would be like, please shut up. I don't care. But (laughs) I have to stop myself from being like, I used to work in a concession stand. So I know these are really good prices, but instead I just (laughs) was obsessively being like, this is amazing. Oh my God. Wow. And the popcorn was so good. Mm. I mean, the, the small concession stands hit really hard, like just so good. Yeah. Quality. We used to have a independent theater just down the street that's now no longer independent. And they had like really good snacks, like mm. good cookies and like good coffee and good drinks. And now they have great like regular snacks. But yeah, it's just the you same. You could get like a fancy chocolate bar mm-hmm. before. They yeah. still like the Cinematheque is like one of the few independent like art housey second run style movie, like curated movie theaters in Vancouver. And one of the last times I went there the concession had like these i swear to god it was like artisanal gummies and they were fucking delicious they were like locally made and they were unusual shapes and sizes and flavors Mm. and it was like hand wrapped in this little cellophane bag and i was just like i want to buy all of them and like this is great that's what you want from a little little movie theater you got to get the whole experience Mm -hmm. i'm really feeling that lately i'm I will not skip the concession stand ever. I'm like obsessed. I'm like, I got to get my whole experience in. 
It's so fun. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen any good mo- Like, what are your, your top movies that you've seen recently? Top movies I've seen recently? I liked Titan. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I would recommend. It was great. I saw it around Halloween, so it's, you know, it is a bit intense, a bit mm-hmm. scary. That's what I've But I, it's still good to see. I watched, I went to the review recently because I just want, I really just wanted to go, didn't care about what the movie was. So I watched Predator 2, which <gasps> nice. was wild. Danny it, Glover. <laughs> yeah. I love that I movie. went with some friends and, and that was where I had the transcendental concessions experience. So I had an amazing <laughs> time, but the movie, obvi- it didn't, didn't Im- implant anything really yeah. on me. I left with an empty brain, but I feel like it was really fun. Yeah. My favorite part about that movie is like how it's set during a heat wave mm-hmm. in LA, I think. True. Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, obviously there's like predators after people and Danny Glover's trying to, you know, kill him or save people, but he's just so upset about birds. There's always like birds oh, getting in his so way. Funny. And he just keeps being like, damn birds. <laughs> his little monologues to himself on the side are really were the best part. I fucking love great. him. And like I relate and I quote that movie. Like whenever there's a bird anywhere, Jay and I are always like, damn birds. <laughs> just what I need. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, out of all the Predator movies that are out there, you could have done a lot worse. So Really? That's the yeah. only one I've ever seen. And I didn't know anything about Predator going in. Didn't know if it was a guy. Didn't know if it was a machine. Yeah. Still don't know. A little bit of both. Like <laughs> Predator's got a lot of gear, a lot of tech. Yeah. Um, all you really need to know about Predator is uh, they hunt humans for sport. Mm-hmm. And whenever their like mask comes off and someone sees them, they say like, you're one ugly mother. And then something loud happens. <laughs> That's about all you need to know about Predator. And I guess they have some complicated like moral compass because like sometimes they'll like they'll be like, oh, I, I'm you're pregnant, so I won't kill you. Or like you seem to be noble in your pursuit. So yeah, therefore they usually I won't kill you. Only want to hunt like the strongest of the species that they're mm. hunting. They're like, you know, human hunters. They're like, well, I'm not going to kill a little baby deer. I'm going to take the biggest, buffest deer I can find. I don't wow. know how hunting works. It's respectable. Yeah. Anyway, this has turned into Jessica's movie corner, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I was into it. I've been yeah. absolutely. I learned a lot. A fiend for the movies. Maybe that's a weird thing to say. I like movies I lately, mean, it, and it always. Rocks. It rocks. Yeah. Uh, former guest uh, Kevin Lee bought Jay and I like a pack of five tickets for the Cinematheque, so I'm very excited to use them all up. Oh yeah, I'm going to see Madonna Truth or Dare next week. Ooh, oh, wow. I've never seen it before. I haven't seen that since it came out. I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Very excited. You're in it's for really horny. a sexy time. Mm. Warren <laughs> Beatty's in it. I oh, love right. horny. It's really weird. I always forget like all the people who Madonna dated. Yeah, lots of pretty high profile people. Mm-hmm. It's funny Good that like, at the time they were high profile, but like now in retrospect, it's like that old man, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Good for you. He was definitely in like the end of that sort of time of his life. He had a really long single period. 
He had a really um, long, like, ladies, man, period. Were you going to say dick? <laughs> I was really trying long... to think if I should, and then I was like, I'll say <laughs> Oh, yeah, hair. that kind of podcast. Yeah. He yeah, had he one had long, long hair. Yeah. He had one long hair, and he would just spiral <laughs> around like a cinnamon bun. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And I love that. And yeah. that's the kind of girl I am. I'm into that. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> truth or dare, do you like a man with one hair? <laughs> yes, as long as it's long. <laughs> and he wraps it around himself with like a cinnamon yeah, bun. He yeah. has to wrap it around. Yeah. And he does coat it in sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Icing. Really sticky. <laughs> and so then, uh, sticky. How does it not fall out? <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's the stickiness that keeps it in the coil. <laughs> now I feel gross. Sorry. <laughs> like something about it falling out but still being on is way more upsetting than it still being rooted. Uh, yeah. It's now rooted. I know Don't it's worry. A, a it's completely rooted. dead hair. No, no, no. Mm. It's on. It's Stuck attached. With, with royal icing. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> It's complicated hair glue. Well, hey, it's been great hanging out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go barf for uh, four hours. Yeah. Oh, woof. Um, Alicia, do you have a retail nightmare you want to? I have a retail dream. You have a retail dream? Yeah, I didn't tell my most recent Ikea story, I believe, where I hunted down the table that I wanted and got it. Like a predator. <laughs> like a predator. I'm like the Ikea predator. Uh, a couple of months ago, I was walking through Ikea. I can't remember why I was there. Um, <laughs> you woke up there. I, was, I will just go there for no reason. Um, I love it there. And there was a bunch of supply chain issues. So there's lots of things missing. And there's this great table. And I'm such a sucker for it's now or never. And I was like, well, I wish it was now. I would buy this table. It's so great. It is like a good price. It's well made. Um, maybe it's even on sale because it's now or never. Sometimes that happens. And it was out of stock, but it was out of stock with potentially new stock coming in. So they couldn't sell me the floor model, which is my new power move. And um, <laughs> I kept checking online. I checked often daily to see if it would come back into stock. I don't have a lot going on right now, Dorothea. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you've got a lot going on. Yeah, I will honestly. obsess over like one item or one situation until it's resolved. And then Mm -hmm. move on to the next thing instead of focusing on the real deep issues I have in life. (laughs) Um, And I recognize that now because (laughs) when I get what I want, the feeling goes away. (laughs) So Mm, for a moment and then it comes right back. Deep. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I kept checking and then the item was removed from the website. And over that time, I become even more obsessed with it because I was like, it's so well made and in the U.S., it's, like, available in this oak color. And the, anyways, I just fell in love with it. And my neighbor was going to Ikea. And we will ask each other, like, do you need anything from the grocery store? I'm going to Ikea. Did you need anything? And I was like, can you see if this table is coming back into stock? And so I sent her a picture uh, to take to Ikea with her. And I really didn't expect this to happen. But she did ask. And then she got a date that the product would be back in stock. And that was November 10th, 2021. They were getting 10 units wow i didn't know you mm. could like find this info out i've known i've learned so much about ikea <laughs> and there are so few units that they wouldn't relist it on the website so i had to go in person there's no way to buy it wow. um the listener knows what dorothea doesn't know i don't mm-hmm. drive i don't know how mm-hmm. to drive i don't have a car i live in vancouver the two ikeas there's one in coquitlam which is about 35 <laughs> minutes away and there's one in Richmond, which is about 15 minutes away. And this one was going to be the further away. 
And I didn't know even if any of this was true. I just had a picture <laughs> of a note from Ikea that my neighbor sent me. Ikea rumors. <laughs> yeah. So I asked uh, Papo Graham Clark if he could drive me to Ikea. And he said yes. And on the way there, that's where we went to the gas station. And we saw the person that had been hit by a car. It was last week's uh, nightmare. Um, <laughs> so it was already an adventure. I got myself every, a, a crunchy okay. bar and a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, we got there and Graham's not an, he's not an Ikea person. He's not a driving person. I'm feeling pretty guilty about this. And I'm really worried that the table is not going to be there. And he wanders off somewhere else for a moment. He may have gone to look to see if there's veggie dogs. And um, yeah, there was a table, all 10 of them. So I got my table. I thought you were going to say, I got all 10. I got got all 10. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. Now you're the sole distributor. That's amazing. Congrats yeah. on your new business venture. Thank you. <laughs> How is it a, a dining room table or like a side table? It's a it's called a console table. Mm. I have a um, picture I can show both of you. I'm really bad at getting this in the right camera. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It's sort of like a rounded two-tier. Oh, it's nice. Like a hallway table or something. Like a skinny. Yeah, yeah and it's really sturdy. That's what I liked about it. it wasn't It's not crappy. Uh, and I was walking through and I had a uh, a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to get this pendant lamp that I've had my eye on. It's one of those papery ones that you put together like a puzzle. And I thought a lot about Jessica in the two and a half hours it took me to put together the 12 pieces. I was going to say you hate puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know what's why my brain works the way that it does, but it cannot look at something and figure it out necessarily. Like mm. it's tough for me. Like it took me, took me a while to put together the table too. But I refuse help. Jessica help, offers help constantly. Okay. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'll be fine. And like, I almost always end up in tears. But I finally got it together, and it looked pretty good. I only ripped part of it. <laughs> and um, then realized I bought the wrong cord for it, and Ikea no longer makes the cord. Jesus. And so I started another fucking hunt. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted. I think I found the right thing online. Holy. Um, yeah. How, okay, in the past year, how many times do you think you've been to Ikea? Uh, maybe four times. Only four? Yeah, but I've bought stuff from Ikea. I think I've been in person three times. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, but I've bought things from Ikea online and had them delivered probably, okay. yeah, at least three orders, including a bed and an armchair. I mean, I get it. That's like, what else do we have but to like nest currently, really? Yeah, I'm at the end of the nesting. I just need mm. to finish painting. Nesting started last, this year, last time when I repainted my bedroom and it kind of hasn't stopped. Yeah. But there's a lot to do in my old apartment. So it has been good for me in most ways. Yeah. I feel boring. No, what about I, you, Jessica? no it, I mean, it's good to have <laughs> like relate. a project to work on. You like you are very focused on like you were saying, like you have one item that you get sort of fixated on mm-hmm. that makes it sound bad. But like, you know, no, I think it may not be healthy. I'm starting <laughs> to wonder. But I, my thing is the opposite where I'm like in the middle of eight different things all at once. And that's also not great like because it's just sort of like chaos in my apartment at all times. Like today, Jay and I had a singing lesson and I wanted to like play my keyboard while I was singing over Zoom for our teacher. And I realized that the only keyboard stand in our apartment is in use right now with a big piece of plywood on top of it and I have laid out every single pair of earrings I have on top of it to organize them and go through them and be like should I get rid of some of these (laughs) you might think that's not a lot of earrings but 
have so many fucking earrings. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they're all big. Are you going to give them away? Um, what percentage? I don't, I don't know. Like I'm in the middle of it. Like I have, I'm just at the like laid them out and sort of dusted them off because for me, I like wearing like big sort of costumey earrings when I'm on stage and we haven't played a show in two years. So when you're on Zoom, you're wearing headphones or when you're out, you're wearing a mask and stuff. So it's like really interacts with the ear jewelry <laughs> zone with my mm. lobes. You should maybe, maybe you could sell them online to me or someone else yeah, you, you want like some me. Are yeah, you I do. An earring fan? I just got some new piercings. So I do oh, nice. want... <laughs> I got th- I have n- I got three new piercings. Oh wow! And I think only one is currently infected. Oh, oh I guess that's you. not bad. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I thank feel you. like one of my <laughs> earring holes have never properly healed yeah. and are always just kind of mildly infected. That's me. That's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I have like two two piercings on each ear, and I can have not have put anything in them for so long. And then I'll touch it and I'll be like, oh, what's up with you, buddy? Like, <laughs> you seem inflamed. Yeah, they're just like randomly blood on it today. I was like, what? This is this healed so long ago. And then I had blood on it. It's hard or something. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, I love to just have a bottle of hydrogen peroxide and Mm. just uh it's make one sure of my favorite household things it's mm-hmm. great i mean i haven't fizzes. been using it lately i don't know why I, some somehow i got this idea in my head that it's not good i don't think you're supposed to use it all the time okay because it does eat away at like tissue okay that's because i was like i used to just think anytime you I have think. anything to clean you use hydrogen peroxide and then i feel like recently somehow i, I have think this it can message be that i helpful shouldn't. for certain types of things but like maybe we overuse it we're using it yeah. to take off your makeup every yeah, night it is <laughs> your a toner face is, i spray it it's <laughs> is, is like fizzing uh, a doctor told me once i should be gargling with it and i don't uh wow. do i don't that. think straight uh no it was supposed to be like dilated one to one with water and so okay. this was before oh. i had my tonsils out and now that mm. i don't have tonsils no one's telling me to put weird chemicals no one's telling me jack shit yeah no one talks to me anymore (laughs) dorothea during and jessica remembers this during the the beginning stages of the um what are we in again a pandemic Mm -hmm. i decided to open all of the holes in my ears again you got to every now and then put did you have trouble with it or did they go smooth (laughs) oh that was was not smooth i think i only did the second holes maybe it was um, very d- uncomfortable. They immediately sealed up as quickly as I got those earrings out. They're like, fuck you. You got these when you were 13. What are you doing? Yeah. You got to do like the sleeper hoops for like a few weeks and just like rotate them and constantly be putting that. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't have a plan. Fluid on them. Wait, do you mean you, you re-pierced them or you took them out? I just pushed earrings through them. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was feeling so numb at the time. Yeah, you just wanted to feel. Yeah, I, that's why I got the more piercings. I think lots of people did. I feel like it was a trend because everyone was just like, I need some yeah. excitement. I need to feel something. Yeah, I need adrenaline. to feel something. Yeah, that's why I got tattoos. Like, yeah, I got <laughs> Two big tattoos, so did Jessica. Same, yeah. I loved the adrenaline feeling. Yeah. yeah. It gave me instant body odor, I noticed. Like, different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stre- it's like the stress. Yeah, it's like a different uh, type of smell. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can sweat from different parts of your body that you didn't even know that you <laughs> yeah. could. Predator would find us right away. Totally. <laughs> yeah. 
It's true. Just stinky bitch over here. Jessica, Ugh. do you have a story for us? It's 6.53. I have uh, not really anything other than uh, I went to the post office to mail some tote bags, as is all I really do anymore. Um, and the woman who was working there, who is the nice woman who I okay. like, the nice yeah. postal mm-hmm. office employee, she had remembered from like six months before when I had these little, I like make my own return addresses just with like, if I have something cute, like a little picture of a cat or something. And so I had made a bunch of these with the stuff that I misprinted for a friend's birthday present. And then I ran out of those. And then I was just sending things with regular return address labels. And she was like, oh, no cats. And I was like, how do you remember that? That was from like six months ago. <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's, you, you know, you just remember things that like stand out to you. And so then she inspired me to make cuter return labels. Cause I was like, oh, I have all these stamps. I can like make my own with like different colored ink and like different colored paper. And so I was mailing some things and I, I was like, the transaction was almost done. And I was like, did you see the cats? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, very cute. And I was like, you inspired me. And then I was like, why am I talking? That's so sweet, <laughs> Jessica. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why do I have these stamps if not to use them to like, you know, make the postal employees uh, have something to remember? <laughs> she probably, lovely. that was probably the highlight of her day in that I mean, little office. I hope it got better after that, but. Uh, <laughs> it was a start. Yeah. I you mean, I started the turning the day around. It did feel like I was uh, being a big weirdo by being like, you inspired me. I would love that. I would love, I feel like every time someone remembers something about me in service, I'm like, what the hell? How did you (laughs) remember that? Are you a psychic? I remembered you from David's Tea. You were the only cool one. You're only one who wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. I didn't actually tell a nightmare story, but I do have one prepared. Yes, please. I'm sorry. It's very short. But I prepared one nightmare story. There was Perfect. two really funny things at my movie theater, but maybe we only have time for one. We'll see. I have time for You've two. Time. Okay. Yeah, please. Okay. These are two. These are two that I really liked. The okay. first one was one time, like a school group came. Sometimes these big school groups would come, and this like so the next day after the school group, I'm working at the phone, and I at the box office, and I get a call, and this guy's like, "Hi." Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I was in yesterday. Um, I'm a teacher with the students. And I was like, Oh, great. And he was like, Yeah, so um, when I was getting up, um, yeah, so a piece of the chair that was, I guess, like a metal piece, like caught my pants. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and so my pants tore. And like, <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's anything you can do to compensate me. Oh and I was my like, god! I was like, no, I don't think so. He was like, well, they're really nice pants. I think it's like a hundred and seventy dollars. And he's oh, a teacher. Wow. Yeah, and he's asking for us to like pay for the pants. I was like, sir, I don't think that's within my <laughs> jurisdiction. And he was like, well, I was like, well, maybe you could like go to the tailor. And he was like, yeah. So I went to the tailor and they said it tore in like a really weird way where like it wouldn't be able to be repaired. And I was like, I really can't do anything for you. And he was like, well, could I please speak to your manager? And I was like, well, I don't think they're going to be able to do anything for you either for your pants. But I think I gave him like a free movie ticket. Yeah. Like what else could you do? He wanted like over a hundred dollars to replace his pants because they got torn on a seat who's wearing fancy ass <laughs> pants to a field trip like when also, you're a like, teacher with kids you're like trying to like sue us was the yeah. seat damaged 
I mean, maybe. I guess that's what he wanted to find <laughs> out. But even still, it's like this is one of the liabilities of walking around the world. You yeah, know? that's just like where and <laughs> I only work with American customers. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I would have paid for those pants in a heartbeat. Because they're like, you'll be speaking to my lawyer. I thought I you were going to be like. Uh, hi, I'm a teacher and the seat ripped my pants in a way that like exposed myself to the students and now I've lost my job and I'm on the sex offender list. I would, I would feel that. I would yeah. personally yeah, bail like two free out. movie tickets. Yeah. 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 Free movies I mean, maybe the looking the back. Year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe looking back on it, I could have helped out this man more with his pants, but I just thought it was one of the funniest requests to ask of a movie theater box office person. Yeah, he really started in the wrong place and he ended up where he deserved. I'm thinking they're like velvet pants or something. Yes. And I love like them ripping in a way that can't be repaired. It's like, what yeah, special way did these pants rip? Like, I don't yeah. buy it. I don't know. We've all like had pants that have ripped and then we've just like repaired <laughs> yeah. them or got you'll just you know, be like oh something. man my pants ripped not be like ah time to sue the local movie theater <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely like a premise for curb your enthusiasm yeah it is totally I respect, yeah in that sense yeah. i respect him for taking it as far as he did and yeah. I feel for him that he was as upset about said, his pants, you know? said something yeah. in the moment. Like, how do you even know that that's what happened? Like, I know. Yeah. That's the thing. It was. Yeah. I never thought about him again until now. I hope he's okay. I love it. Yeah, yeah. of course he's fine. I hope his very expensive pants uh, yeah. wound up getting fixed. Just turn him into shorts, buddy. I know. It can't be that bad. <laughs> so wow. my other story was a classic instance of someone being mean to me. Oh, which was, yeah. But it was one of my favorite ones where I was also working at the box office. And, oh my God, what was it? Oh yeah, and then I was just sitting there reading or something. And then this like old guy comes down to the concession stand and is like chatting with me and being friendly. And then he's like, you have what I like to call a Joe job. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh, what's oh. that? <laughs> what's that? And he was like, boring. <laughs> what an asshole i, I kind of just had to respect him. it i was like you just said that to a stranger like a foghorn <laughs> yeah. yeah wow so, that one stuck with me it was really funny yeah. joe job who says that first of all who has that thought second yeah. of all who says it says to it somebody? out loud it was but it was one of the great one of the great interactions as a movie theater worker do you That's refer cold. to things as boring in that voice <laughs> I now. should. Yeah. It's like a seven-year-old kid came up to you and asked you, like, yeah. a career a career guidance question. Yeah. I know. Is this, is this a Joe job? Is it boring? <laughs> I love a dedication to the voice. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that always surprised me in when I worked in, like, face-to-face -face customer service is the assumptions that people make about people who work those jobs. Mm -hmm. Like, the weird sort of power dynamic that they're trying to impose and you're like no that's not yeah. how it's not how my life works yeah you're like i'm trying to pay for myself to go through school and like yeah. it's or like it doesn't even matter what you're doing right like and you could that could just be your job for life who fucking cares yeah but this person's like i spent one hundred fifty thousand dollars to become an engineer and now i'm gonna try and shit on you i know it's like <laughs> what he cool. said the fundamental like reasoning behind what he said is super annoying and douchebaggy but I do agree that it was a Joe job and it was boring. So in the moment I was like, yeah, you <laughs> know what? Boring. You're actually right. Even though this is like insulting to say to a stranger, I'm kind of like, 
You're okay, old man. <laughs> he was just practicing. <laughs> he was probably just snagging. trying to get you to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I He's like so. puts one tally mark on his uh, list at home. <laughs> and then he goes over to like across the street to the food court. He's yeah, like, he's you like, have what I call. <laughs> and he tries it in a different tone. <laughs> he just like tries to get like attractive young women to laugh at his Stop. stupid jokes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well. Uh, what a world. Yeah, come to retail night- nightmares to just get topped up on compliments, Dorothy. Yeah. I oh, need it. Phone in anytime. We'll send oh. you the link every week. I was just Thank thinking you. your your room is looking very lovely with the plants. Thank hanging you. I have been nesting, as you said. I've been a fic- I've been t- tiddling. What do you call it? I've been messing. Puttering? Yeah, You've been I've messing been, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I've been making a mess of myself. <laughs> I've been trying to I, I'm happy with my I, I am happy with where my room is I will say I found some speakers on the side of the road of them vintage Roland speakers yes That's that really amazing. took things over the edge and I'm happy with my room you know but it's a weird I appreciate you know it's very nice to be complimented to be seen I do feel like I'm in this weird like kind of lack of knowing what I am to the outside world phase yeah. even though I'm kind of back in the world I do feel like I'm like, whoa, who am I? That's why you got to go to the psychic. Oh, it's true. Find out. It's true. I'm just creeping on Dorothea's uh, Instagram. I realized that because I hadn't been creeping, <laughs> she wasn't in my algorithm for a while. So then I'm back oh. in. Uh, that's a oh. great blouse. He looks so great in that picture. <laughs> We're just going to do rapid look so fire. nice. Oh. Look at the sequin thing. Yeah, so nice. Any, what? If, the skirt? Come on. If anyone's not following you on Instagram, it's definitely... You're yeah, uh, fucking missing out. Oh, thank you. Especially you. with your hair straight and your little, <laughs> your little lipstick. Okay. okay. That's our Should segment. we do a segment? Rapid fire. Uh, yeah, we have to I do... I that. Thank you. Uh, you requested that we do What's Your mm-hmm. Favorite Grape? Yes. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite grape? What's your favorite grape? Uh, I just have to let you know that yeah. uh, I was already wearing a purple shirt. No way. But I did decide to put on a necklace. Oh, oh, oh that's wow. stunning. That's so pretty. Tiny okay, grape that's necklace. so cool. Uh, so that's my favorite grape. <laughs> okay, I'm embarrassed that now I'm about to say something inflammatory. You hate grapes. You hate well, grapes. Okay. I love it. I, love I it. don't hate grapes. And I'm realizing as I'm about to say this that I love them visually. And mm. I love the color. Yeah. And I love like the idea of grapes on a jewelry. I love like the stunning <laughs> the shape, the aesthetic, you know, the history, the kind of associations. I love wine. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. grapes as a sumptuous snack to be fed with someone. <laughs> yeah, like a still life. Yeah. But however, my opinion about grapes that I bring to this table today is that why are they so expensive? And I never mm. want to buy them because yeah. they piss okay. me off. 
because they're overhyped in a way that I don't understand. Like, you know, it's like, oh, grapes, like, wow, there's, I don't know, I don't get it. They're not that much better than other fruit, yet you have to pay like $10 to get a little bag of them. And then oftentimes you pay the $10 or whatever it is, and you bite them and it's sour. There's like a tarantula in there. Or has no yeah. flavor. Or has and no flavor. No flavor. There's like They're a rotten super one. Fragile too. Yeah. You can't know what you never it's not reliable. Mm-hmm. And the the risk reward doesn't add up for me. Unreliable the equation grapes. of it all. The yeah. equation <laughs> of it all does not add up. I'm like, I'm gonna pay hundreds of dollars for a bag of grapes only to be given <laughs> mushy poison. This is I don't why think so. I yeah. mostly only have grapes if I'm at like someone's yeah. place who like has yeah. either has like their shit together mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, they own their home or something. So they're like, oh, yeah, yeah just buy grapes. Or it's like if it's backstage <laughs> or something, you know, in a green room it's and true. they have a fruit platter. And I'm like, and even then it's like you need a grape expert to figure out which ones to get. Because if you <laughs> yeah. just walk into the store, good luck just picking mm-hmm. any grapes you see, because nine times out of ten, they're going to be disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then you got that one bag that's really good. You need an expert to pick it. Firstly, we should invite Dorothea up as our mutual friend to the West Coast in the summer to have some fresh grapes. Okay. Yeah, this is, you know, I am from Toronto, as you know, and... There, oh, yeah. I don't know what real Nothing fruit is. Nothing that you're saying is inaccurate, though, because grapes are one of the only thing I've ever had rung through a cash, and I've said, no, absolutely not. I'm not spending <laughs> that. I think it was like $20 for a bag wow. of grapes. Are you serious? Are grapes better here, like from here? Yeah. Okay, see, like, I'm totally oblivious to, like, well, we're the getting them right, like, the West straight Coast up through that I'm just California. Like, we're getting yeah. our own from the Okanagan. Right. We're in better grape country than True. Montreal and Toronto. And good grapes are amazing, I should say. Like, I don't know how to pick them, and that's why I've given up on buying them, because yeah. I don't know which ones I like and which ones are really going to be good. Mm-hmm. But when they're really good, it's stunning. I love them. I yeah. think I would have to say if I picked one, I've really enjoyed the big, fat, green ones. Yeah. Is There's there, something more reliable about them. They're reliable. Yeah. Yeah. But they also, they're not only are they like <laughs> expensive and fragile and all this stuff, they're also like if you eat more than 10 or something, I don't know if everyone gets this. You but have like, diarrhea? <laughs> well, that's just if you eat more than 10 of anything for me. But like, <laughs> don't even get me started on rice. Um <laughs> 10 rice. <laughs> 10 grains. Game I'm like, over. Jay, you're <laughs> serving me too much. Um, but like, it makes like I, the inside of my mouth sort of gets like sandpapery or something. Yes. And it's, that's one of the biggest problems with the weird grapes is that they give you like, it's, I don't know if it's like tannins. That's not the right word, but it's like this Might sour be. feeling that yeah. gives you, it creates phlegm. It makes your mouth, it makes me sweat. It makes me nervous. And it kind of like fucks mm. up your tongue as if it's been burnt. And then you're yeah. like, well, I, it's going to like kind of ruin <laughs> the tasting experience for all the other little finger yeah. foods. Yeah. I'm not like a grape apologist. So okay. I get but it. I like them. I mean, I like, as I said, there's a lot of things I like about them. And maybe I just need to be given the training to understand them. But they all kind of, with the the green grapes and the purple grapes, very, very little in shape and size, but can Mm -hmm. be completely different experiences, but with the same outfit on. So you're like, okay, I think I like this grape. 
and you think you've read the sign, you get it home, and I don't like seeds in my grapes unless they're like the little Concord Mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't want that. And why would anybody want a grape with a seed? See, this is it. I think it's a paradigm shift. It's like we aren't talking about the fact that it's not easy to pick grapes. I think if we could acknowledge that, (laughs) I would feel better about participating. But we don't say, we don't admit that when you go to the grocery store and pick grapes, it's treacherous. And it's why people are always sneaking grapes in the grocery store. And it never (laughs) occurred to me until now because I don't. It's testing. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, and then really we can learn point. and then we can grow and then we can pick grapes that are actually good and understand what makes them good. Yeah. And because it's like it, it is weird. It's like that's the weird. That's the kind of paradox of it all is that we don't talk about how treacherous it is. And <laughs> actually, on the flip side to the other extreme, we actually pretend that they're like a great thing that that's so luxury that will pay all amazing. an arm yeah. and a leg for them. And I think that is the sort of disrespectful kind of confusing element. Yeah. It's like a grape charade. Um, mm-hmm. You did mention though, that you like wine. Do you have a favorite uh, wine grape? That's a great question. I don't even know. Honestly, I've been absolutely ashamed of myself because I've gone a hundred percent on the bandwagon of how all of a sudden in the pandemic, everyone started being like pretending they knew anything about natural wine. Like I didn't I've- know anything before or even know it was a thing and then when the pandemic struck i was like i guess i'm only paying 40 dollars for a bottle of wine now and it yep. has to be sort of translucent and have shit in the bottom yep and so i don't know but i'm kind of back spinning off of that a bit where i'm like that's not me that's not my lifestyle go to the lcbo occasionally try to find something that's a little bit dry i do like to go i mean before the natural wines surge which I have enjoyed and I've I feel like I've learned a lot and I'm happy that like smaller businesses are thriving in that sense but I also like my classic trick is just to go to the LCBO go to the vintage section get something extra dry in the $20 region and it's and it's fine yeah that was one piece of advice that my friend gave me was if you're going to buy a bottle of wine at the LCBO, the difference between a $16 and a $20 bottle of wine is apparently very great. Yeah. So if yeah. you're going to spend 16, you might as well spend 20. Exactly. And that the 20 is the threshold for when it starts being good. But I actually don't know anything about wine or what grapes I like. I'm I very hardly... open and I like to try new things constantly. That's great. That's a yeah. great position. The to opposite. Hold. <laughs> yeah. And I find LCBO is a great like loitering place where I just look around and spend you know, minutes and minutes upon minutes reading the labels. Yeah. That's I mean, great. <laughs> I know, Thank like, you. I don't even drink wine anymore uh, because my body was falling apart. But Jay mm-hmm. still does it. And he, like, obviously, because I'm not drinking it, he's doing it less frequently, but he still just buys it based on like what label looks the best. Like, That's he's like, this one had a dog on do it. it. This one had yeah. a horse on it. That's another great way to do it. I take that into account yeah. big time. Yeah. Like you, you want to support if, yeah, graphic people, designers. Agreed. Yeah. If they had the thought to make it cute, then you can trust Reward them. Reward them. Yeah. It's like you with your envelopes, you know, they took the time. They took <laughs> yeah. the care. Yeah. The inspiration. Mm-hmm. Alicia, do you have a favorite grape or do you want to move on to bullion business? Rapid fire. 
Let's just do rapid fire. Okay. Bullion business. Bullion business. Bullion business. What kind of battle is this? What is it worth? Tell me to girth. Bullion business. After I tarnished grapes. No, no. Like, oh my I, gosh, not at I, all. I am not like, I don't have a developed palate for grapes to really know like what this one tastes like versus this one. Mm -hmm. This all sort of came out of Alicia's love of uh, Concord grapes. I need to get, I could definitely get into Concord grapes if, if I got them at the right time. Yeah. I've never wow. tried them when they're actually like, you know, fresh and good. They'll definitely give you an itchy mouth. You just have to kind of push through. Okay. As long yeah. as I'm ready for it, I can, to I can tolerate. Okay. Yeah. So bullion business. We haven't done this in a while. If anyone needs a refresher, it can be about either bullion, like soup base or precious metals. Is that a re is that a connection to the word bullion? Because I was what? just I just <laughs> like accepted bullion. that it had nothing to do with each other, but <laughs> now I'm realizing that I was mistaken. It's, spelled it's a complicated one. Yeah, like okay. one it's the same word, but I think one has a U and one doesn't. Mm, okay. Okay. Um Excellent. so yeah, we could talk about like the exchange rate of silver if you want to, or we could Top talk ones. about like what's your your favorite soup, you know? Um, okay, okay. I, I mean, I'm interested in both almost equivocally. Oh. I, although I don't know anything about the former. I've never traded. I don't keep up with the stock market, but I have a respect for those who do somehow. <laughs> Not all of them, but doesn't it seem kind of quaint to sit down with your newspaper and look at the be like, oh, gold's up. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, be like, I understand all of this. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Is plummeting. <laughs> what is platinum? Is that an actual material? Yeah, it's like silver in color, but I think it's more precious of a metal. Mm. It's I don't know that I just know of it of like album sales. It's like, oh, we've That's done platinum. Thing. I yeah. didn't even know if it was real. I think it's after gold. I agree, platinum. but I don't really know what the the composition of it is. Well, let's get a little uh, scientific formula for platinum up here. <laughs> and uh, I got it. I got, got it. it. What is platinum? That? Is a chemical element with a symbol PT and atomic number seventy-eight. It's a dense, malleable, ductile, highly unreactive, precious silverish-white transition metal. Its name is derived from the Spanish term platino, meaning little silver. Oh. So it's tiny or adorable. I mean, now that you described it that way, I know exactly everything. I'm going to start trading it. Yeah. I I'm just bought a share, actually. It's more durable than gold. And gold more is durable not, than gold. And gold is not really, it's also very soft, I think. Yeah. I love gold. I will say mm -hmm. I got my first gold earrings recently Ooh la la. from my friends. They gave them to me for my birthday. Nice. And I've had them in ever since. It's really taken me on a, to a new level of of luxury where I'm yeah. like, wow, you don't ever <laughs> have to take them out. That's what you get for having money. Yeah. The luxury of never taking your earrings out. And like no infections. Yeah, no infections. Meanwhile, I'm used to infection and I love it and I cherish it. I don't yeah, ever want like, it to go away. Where's that familiar sting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have developed bumps and lumps on my ears that to me are beautiful that's part and of you 
to most people are, are beautiful. They compliment me every day. <laughs> they love them. Stunning lumps. They love them. One of my best traits, I've been told. I wanted to introduce you at the beginning of the podcast to be like, <laughs> she's known for her lumps. <laughs> That's the Fergie in me. Yeah, my humps, lady lumps. One thing I could say about that song as a tangent is that I did it for karaoke recently. Oh, nice. When we decided halfway through that from then on we could only do horny songs. Oh, smart! And yeah, it was good. It turned it turned us in a good direction. On and I chose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> so much energy circulating in the room with nowhere to go among friends. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then we went to Jack Astor's. So that was, we really let it out. And we were obsessed with our waitress who was so cute. She's probably like, I don't know, 19, 20. I don't know how young these people are these days. She's so cute. She's obsessed with us. We're obsessed with her. Riffing, raffing, laughing, laughing, going on and on, going on and on. And then at the end, we're like, so what are you doing tonight? And she's like, driving to Owen Sound, which is like four hours away from Toronto. And she was like, yeah, my boyfriend said he could take me. So yeah, it was like 1 a.m. at that point. I'm like, okay, be wow. safe, girly. Hope yeah. you're well. Anyway, so unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Just a four-hour drive after an eight-hour shift. Yeah, yeah, it's like you don't just want to go feet. home and w- watch a movie. No, <laughs> like, that's how you know she's a real twenty-year-old. Yeah, yeah but totally. I wish her well. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, who needs to sleep? She, oh, the one thing about her, which is why we were trying so hard to impress her, was that we like really, really, really wanted to be nice to her, but then she also made this really funny mistake where she like my friends ordered club soda and she gave them a pint glass full of tonic water. (laughs) And they like a 20 year old and we're like, Oh, this is tonic water. Like I can't drink it. And we were like, I don't know. Should we tell her? We don't want to be mean. We were like, I'm so sorry. This is, tonic water and she was like oh i just thought tonic water was another name for soda water oh my god oh my gosh i was like honestly same we were all like we've all been there but we were like honestly you should try this because it's nasty you should know like it's really gross yeah and then we smoothed it over but yeah a glass of tonic water i love that that means like she's never probably had like a lot of the cocktails that she's serving (laughs) yeah like that's great. The fine cocktails at Jack Astor's. Ugh, I love. Wait, do you guys have Jack Astor's there? No, but I. They was. Oops, they're very common in Quebec, where I'm from. Is it okay. just like a chain your listeners restaurant? might not know that, but it's a funny name, so they might like to. Yeah, hear. it's like a donkey. Uh, yeah, mascot. It's oh. very similar to like Moxies or like Milestones or like yeah, you know Cactus Club is t- sort Turtle of Jack. What we have yeah. here? No, it's it's not. It's different. It's more lowbrow than Cactus Club. Yeah, it's kind say. of like um, what's that? Uh, Twenty pieces of what is that joke where you wear the personality? Oh yeah, uh, TGI Fridays. Yeah, yeah more like yeah. that. Or um, Applebee's. Apple, yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. It's great. I love it there. It's a really funny Chain restaurant. I kind of wish that it was everywhere so that we could all know. Yeah, I'll know. share the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been so long since I've been to a chain restaurant. I feel like probably the last time was on tour mm-hmm. uh, where you just have to sometimes go to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> like it's just oh. the only option. That's fancy. I like and then, that. You know, you stay because the menu is like a a novel. The thing I was going to say just very quickly about my humps was that I learned when I did karaoke of it 
that the lyrics are actually my hump singular and my lump singular, oh, which hump. really cracked me up my so lovely much. Lady lump. That wow. she's rather because you would think my humps as if it's like I don't know why that just makes it more like sexy to me or like better if it's like my humps because it's like yeah. you've got yeah. multiple humps whereas like my hump and my lump is very like yeah. just either like uniboob or just like some kind of mass which I yeah. find some sort of really malady. funny yeah mm. of course everyone has different no levels idea. different yeah. numbers of humps and lumps but like <laughs> yeah also it just makes I don't I know that there are also camels that have two yeah. humps but it's Some just like making me think of the one that only has one <laughs> yeah. it's like my hump my hump my hump which hump are you referring to i guess yeah. your butt the main, the main one yeah maybe my lovely lady lump uniboob or unibutt <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a great thing just to know about butt. the song from me there's a lot of mysteries surrounding fergie and mm-hmm. like honestly it only gets richer like the the more i learn about her um, it's true. It was just so strange. I was just thinking about her yesterday. Like it, a, a lot of thought was going into it. Like I don't know if it's <laughs> what sound, were you thinking. Well, I know she like originally was part of some sort of a girl band, and mm-hmm. in between that and her uh, rise to fame with the Black Eyed Peas, she had had a serious addiction issue, perhaps with something maybe with meth, mm-hmm. and she was so she's a recovering addict, and you know then skyrocketed to fame. Like the Black Eyed Peas were doing okay. And then Fergie came on board, and then they, they, you know, they became who they became. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then she was married to that, that actor. The actor. Which Josh, one? I can't pronounce his last name. Bechamel. Bechamel. Do- Josh Bechamel. I think it's du- Duomel? D- Maybe. Something yeah. like that. And then that, the oh, thought I ended with, I wonder if they're still it. together. And then I think we got to Ikea. So remember that great, remember the the uh, the national anthem she delivered was yes. one of the great she's oh, done great it a few videos. times oh. she's done like some jazzy <laughs> she's given us a lot culturally to that, exactly like and that like, and also the video of her doing cartwheels and like peeing her pants on stage like there's so <laughs> yeah. much have you guys seen the cartwheel one you must have no, seen I it don't right know. oh I'm not sure. i'll have to send it to you guys please your listeners <laughs> might know it there's a video she's on the today show and she just is performing in in the morning and just starts doing cartwheels it's very wow very extreme it's really really you should watch it yeah that, I like i'm just scared of like even like bumping into a mic stand when I'm performing and the thought <laughs> yeah. of like doing a, yeah. a whole cartwheel. I've never done a cartwheel. I can't. No, I have to I admit don't. it. Yeah. I can do somersault. a one-handed cartwheel. Whoa. Oh, wow. I can't even do a somersault now. I could when I was a kid, but I tried it recently and it hurts. It hurts I'm your head. Yeah. I'm terrified to break my neck. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Like we all used to be a lot more uh, malleable bone-wise. <laughs> It also, it's just psychological, I guess, for me. I can't oh, for sure. really make my head Committing. go under my body anymore. But I, I would like to should. learn. <laughs> I don't think you I should. I learn. think you need like a very soft surface. Like you need like a king size bed in a hotel yes, room or something that's like what, that. That's what my friend said. I was talking to him about it. And I was like, I can't do a somersault. And he was like, just listen to the Beach Boys and tumble. Whoa. I was like, what? Or don't. <laughs> you know, like, Your friend that, sounds sounds like that sounds like bad advice <laughs> from a person with... Uh, has you know done a lot of one-handed push-ups in her life and it did not help my back health yeah mm. uh, yeah i've never done a push-up either that's actually one i would like to do well it's, it's very funny when you're like really drunk and then you do like a bunch of one-handed push-ups and then the next day you get up and you're like oops that's a bad idea 
I was in I'm a band impressed. for a while uh, where the lead singer, uh, former guest Robert Onzik, which there was like a, a guitar solo and he didn't play an instrument. So he would either pick up a guitar that wasn't plugged in and like mime the solo or he would just <laughs> put the mic on like on the clip and then just do push ups until it was time for him to start singing again. And people fucking loved it. That's smart. That see that's Fergie level performance. Yeah, he's a he's a very good performer. There's something that Fergie has tapped into that yeah. most haven't. Myself Maybe included. Maybe he's been studying her, who knows. Um okay, <laughs> is it time for Pep of the Week? It is. Okay. Nice. So, a pupo doesn't have to be a dog. It doesn't have to be a cat. It doesn't have to be like an animal at all. It could be a sandwich, could be a mm. plant, could be a state of mind, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just something positive, something cute, something that warmed your heart. Mm-hmm. So, who's your pupo? Mm-hmm. Well, mine is a dog because oh. I have been, as I told you earlier, recently becoming a barista for the very first time and one of the coffee shops I work at like one that has multiple locations but the one I've been working at is right by a condo which is like you know kind of complicated however Mm -hmm. a lot of people that live in condos have dogs these days and so there's a lot of dogs that come down to the coffee shop and we give them a treat. So now every time a dog comes up to the window, they know they're going to get a treat. So basically, it's like a trick to get people to, to be addicted to the coffee shop because their dogs drag them to the window every time. It. There's a lot of really cute dogs, really cute dogs that jump up and want treats. But the one dog that stands out for me, which I mean, the first time I saw it, I almost cried because I was like, <gasps> oh my God, this is unbelievably cute. And I've seen it like every week. So I'm a little bit like, okay, I get it. But like at the time, it really shaked me to my core also, (laughs) which was this tiny little, tiny little dog that wears like a little pink sweater and it runs up to the window and it jumps up on its hind legs and puts its paws up like it's begging like with prayer hands. And it jumps up on its hind legs and it just shakes its prayer hands at you, (laughs) begging. And it just does that until you give it something. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you teach that dog how to beg with prayer hands? And the owner was like, no, it just came like that. What? <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. now it's just it comes up. It runs up before the owner even gets there. It goes begging me and begging me. And then I feed him treats every time. So great. I know one dog who can do that trick and the like the command that his owner gives is pray to Jesus. And then he like puts his hands together and does the like up and down. And it's amazing. And she goes like, pray to Jesus. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's like next level dog intelligence. It was really unbelievable to me. I had never seen anything like that. Next level dog Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, I love to see a Christian dog. I just like any spiritual dog. Okay. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) All dogs go to heaven. It's true. Um, Mm -hmm. So is it like a chihuahua or like, is it fluffy or? It's fluffy. It's not a chihuahua. It's like the size of a chihuahua. It's almost like a tiny, tiny version of like a, almost like a terrier mixed okay. with a chihuahua. I don't know what it is, but it's like a little scruffy little baby. How it's cute. A, with it's a, a pink sweater. Is what I love how and little dogs have like little jingly jangles on them and it'll yeah. just jingle its little paws up at Flare. me. Flare. 
Yeah, they have flair on. Them. So I love that one dog, which I can't remember its name. You but maybe next time sometime. I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should definitely get a video. Because you can imagine how cute it is, but it's next level to see it. Yeah. That is the one thing I do miss about, like, working in a store is, is the, the dogs. <laughs> it's been uh, special. It's been nice. It is. It's like a nice little boost of good chemicals. Mm-hmm. Alicia, who's your puppo? Uh, two puppos, Hank, uh, who I tried to, related to my second puppo, I'm trying to catch this rabbit in my neighborhood that was abandoned by a family that was unable to capture their two pet rabbits at, before they moved. So they left them. Um, I don't know all the details. I have judged them harshly. Uh, <laughs> one one rabbit survives. I did not know that she was still alive. And I had a sighting the other day and tried to catch her this evening. And I took Hank, has this beautiful carrier bag, but it doesn't like he's so tall. He's never really fit into it. He's very nervous about the bag. But I thought, hey, maybe I'll try again and put him in the bag. And uh, he has not come near me the entire podcast. So, <laughs> and usually I can check on him and see where he is. And like, so, and I also accidentally sprayed painkiller all over his face uh, oh. right before the podcast because I missed his mouth. <laughs> and he's just a good boy. And I'm sorry I scared him. How about you, Jessica? Uh, I have a few puppos, but I'll go through them real quick. A former guest, Hannah McGregor. I got to go over to her place last oh, night nice. uh, because she very generously gave Jay and I a free TV <laughs> because oh, I, wow, that's so great. I mentioned on the podcast that Jay finally got a switch and we were wanting to play like video games together on the big screen. So she messaged me and was like, I got a TV and it's like the exact one that we were looking at. So it's perfect. Uh, so I got to go over to her lovely place and meet her two cats, Al Purdy and Pancakes. And they so were nice. so lovely. Al is a tuxedo cat who's older. And then Pancakes is a very small little mm. tabby lady who's sort of a little bit wall-eyed. And she's mm. much shyer. Uh, Al is very friendly and spent some time with Jay. But I was able to like pet both of them and it was very magical. Oh. I love the feeling of satisfaction you get when uh, a shy animal like allows you to touch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Or like rubs up against you. She like came up to me and like rubbed up against me and then did the thing where she like you stick out your finger for her to sniff and then she just like puts it in her mouth and rubs it up against her teeth. Oh, I like to win over the shy ones also. Yeah. It's That's yeah. Good. It feels it's like a, yeah. you accomplished something. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so all of them are my puppos. And uh, yeah, it was great. I got to see her little reading nook in her apartment, which is so mm-hmm. cozy. It's lovely. Uh, and she put up with us uh, coming over very late. It was like past her bedtime. So thank you, Hannah, for the TV and the animal time. And that's so sweet for hanging out. It was nice. Yeah. I love TV. I love having a big TV. Yeah, we haven't had one for so long. I feel like this is going to... And it's like a smart TV too. So it has mm-hmm. Netflix on it. So we're going to be able to watch like big, big trash. That's my lifestyle. <laughs> it's going to change too. everything. Like it's it's oh, the yeah. perfect time for it too. Like things are just starting to go below zero. So it's like... Outside and you good, love watching but, movies. So it will be an enhanced experience. And yeah, we haven't set it up yet, but I think we're going to do it right after this. So... I should let you guys go so I can spend some quality time with TV. I probably will too. Yeah. I always do. 
Yeah. I love TV. TV's TV, our best TV, friend. TV, my best friend. Yeah. Best friend. Uh, so <laughs> that brings us to the end of our podcast because we all want to watch TV now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being our guest. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Thank dream you. guest. Love the pod. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you. If people want to listen to your music or buy your new album, where should they do that? Oh, well, they could go to my band camp for the most part. It is on Spotify and the others as well. But Bandcamp's better. You can buy it on Bandcamp. That would be nice if you would like. It's very good. We Thank we you. have a copy of it in Wowie. my home. And we have I'm listened honored. to it multiple times. <gasps> Ugh, I'm touched. <laughs> I'm, I'm very touched. I haven't, I've been just thinking about, so I've been playing in other people's bands a lot lately, which has been really fun. So I haven't thought as much about my own music but i'm thinking about writing a new album sometime soon also hopefully but great very exciting totally new who even knows yeah who knows what's going on uh and if people want to follow you online like on twitter on instagram Mm -hmm. it's all well instagram is dorothea poss at gmail no what's it called (laughs) (laughs) Uh, instagram Uh, at instagram.com at (laughs) instagram.com (laughs) <laughs> I'm and and Twitter is D D O O R R O O. But I'm trying to get off of I mean in Twitter I'm feeling good about because it's whatever, but Instagram has been giving me just some crazy feelings lately. So I've been Very trying to get out of the cycle of it all. But I am still there. I just feel like delusional every time I'm on there. I'm like, what am I doing on here? But you know what? If you want, please join me there. In the delusion. I mean, you've got a lot of great like back catalog on there too. So <laughs> it's true. I could archive it all and just call it a day. Yeah. I mean, like, why do we need to be constantly updating everything? Like, let's it's just true. be like, this is who I was from this year to this year. And I now I live my life. Uh, <laughs> Alicia, if people want to buy your book, you can. Or- uh, you can buy my book. Um, you can buy it from Arsenal Pulp Press. Um, or you can order it through your bookstore if they don't currently carry it. Um, Come Draw With Me is on December 4th at Little Mountain Gallery. What? Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> so I had exactly one drink. So, I mean, <laughs> and it just hit me so hard. And I was like, you didn't eat dinner. So, uh. um, yeah, so that's the last show I'll be doing there. But there's some amazing shows until uh, the gallery closes permanently. So please consider, if you're not going to come to my show, going to one of those shows. Um, how about you, Jessica? Uh, well, this is going to come out, I think, a couple days after our show. So I don't have any future Shit. shows to plug. But if you want to buy a tote bag or other various merch items, you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Or if you want to support us on Patreon and get like soundtracks to the show and bonus episodes and silly, funny, whatever weird stuff. If you want to see a picture of my grape necklace and my grape outfit, I'll put that up there. Yeah. Nice. If you're if you're a fan of visual components to things, that's up there. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash retail nightmares. Uh, and if you don't have a hay penny, then God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> As they say in the used to make time. me so sad. If you didn't have a hay penny? <laughs> yeah. I can give you one. I have a couple. <laughs> no, it made me so sad as a child to think oh, about is that from, like, people um, doing without. 
It's from Christmas a Christmas Carol. Carol. Mm. Yeah, Christmas is coming. The goose is excellent. Getting film. fat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, this is technically bullion business, but I uh, I have a coin collection uh, mm. that I finally had the time that I was like, I'm going to organize this and see if any of this is worth anything. And I actually have some hay pennies in there. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's, it means a half penny, right? Yeah. And it's like not in circulation anymore. And it's also not worth anything. <laughs> okay. So All right. I'll take it. Sounds interesting to me. I mean, it's, they're pretty. Like all the, all the, I find the coin design, especially of like the, sort of 20th century to be very beautiful lots of flowers very flowery mm. yeah i love some coins i will say i love dimes dimes are so satisfying and i don't they're know why so, they have a nice sound and weight and they're and cute feel yeah this has been great but i have to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been really on business thank you so much come back some other time i would love to thanks and for having coins. me thanks everybody Bye. 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 Why are we waving? <laughs>